welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 28. My name is Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole, but luckily for me, I've got a really nice friend. His name's John Bass. Say hi, hi John. Hello. Hello. Luckily Hello. for me, <laughs> every week he educates me on the latest pop culture references from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the, the warning on the back of a pack of batteries that tells you to not lick them. Yeah, the um, lovely lady Leanne, who works at the local coffee shop that you really enjoy iced coffees from. Is she called Leanne? Yes. Is she actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Just... As, as you probably know, if you follow our Instagram, we like Grey from Leytonstone. Yeah. Turns out, she's called Leanne. Yeah, it's a name. So, it's not so... just like an alias. No. But That's a real thing that you've said there. Now I feel bad, though, because what if she doesn't want people to know her name, and ah. I've just said it on this podcast. She has got a business, though, so she probably... <laughs> <laughs> you imagine her, like, serving coffees, and people are like, what's your name? Don't right. you dare ask me that. It's, it's private, so don't Actually, know why you're coming in. you've crossed a boundary there. Yeah, don't know why you're coming into my place of work and, like, trying to find out my name. I mean, okay. I know it's above the door. And I've got a name badge on, but it's back off. <laughs> yeah, just chill out. Um, how you doing? All right, yeah. You're doing really well, and so am I, because we've just got back from watching the main man... Of my life. The hobby. And your life, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, complete a bloody marathon, mate. Yeah, so my husband ran a marathon today. Yeah. That's amazing, isn't 26 it? 26 miles, for those that don't know what a marathon is. I mean, I haven't really taken it in. I'm it's really, a lot, I'm it? really proud and really, like, just, I guess, just in awe, I suppose. Yeah, it's an amazing thing, and it really dawned on me when um, I drove us back from like Kent so it's roughly about what did we work out like 20 miles yeah so less than the marathon we got out of the car and obviously I've been doing a bit of driving and uh, just got out of the car and just went to Rich oh my bloody legs and then thought <laughs> you were like oh you're probably, ah. your legs probably <laughs> turns out you're probably in a bit of, a little bit more than mine a bit of pain aren't you so he's going to have a lovely ice bath but yeah, yeah it is amazing um, I really enjoyed it and I also enjoyed sort of clapping and cheering for people I didn't know as well yeah it was quite a nice Sounds a bit like peace and love, but like just, yeah. I don't know, just like spreading love to Good like vibes. people. Yeah, people you don't know, but just putting it out there and just supporting people, cheering them on. Yeah, it's a nice thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. a, it's a good thing to do. So, yeah, well done, Rich. Well, well done. done. Well done, mate. Well done. Um, housekeeping. Yes. Talk to so, me, Carl. We've got any random reviews? <laughs> we have. We've had one review since the okay. last uh, podcast. Okay. And. I haven't read it yet, so I'm just going to read it out and just yes, do it. get my real-time reaction. Okay. So, the title of the review is called Greetings, Earthlings. Okay, that's good. The name of the reviewer is Job W81. Okay. And, it, and this is the review. It says, We come in peace to learn about your ways, humans. We took your advice and listened to Phil Collins, watched Contagion and Brassi. <laughs> we don't understand sarcasm, so we also watched Pete. Peak practice. <laughs> We've seen enough and doubt will return. Although, we shall keep up to date with what's occurring by subscribing to your podcast. Enjoyed it very much. Oh, that's so nice. Ledge. What they've done there, which I really appreciate, is they've added in a lot of like callbacks, yeah. references. And they've also got into the persona of an alien. Yeah. I mean, maybe this was an alien. Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe it could it be. I'm going to say it is. I'll, I'm happy to agree that it probably is. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Alien, for listening. And also I feel really honoured that they're going to subscribe. Yeah, well done. Yeah. So 
The other thing is, there's loads of people who are subscribed who haven't done a random review, so please do that. That is true. I also wanted to do this. I didn't mention this to you, John. All right, go on. But I just wanted to do a shout out to our international listeners. Oh. Because we've got some listeners in America yeah. and Poland and Sweden. Yeah. I think Germany as well. Like, thank yeah. you so much for listening. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's weird to us that anyone aside from people we know listen. Yeah, for I'm like, what are you so doing? Thanks. There's better things to do with your time. Yeah. Probably just watch a lovely program on the TV. Why yeah. are you listening to us, weirdos? Peak practice is on. Just watch that. <laughs> They're doing reruns on gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get, get stuck into that. Why wouldn't you? But instead, you're choosing to spend some time, albeit one hour a week. Yeah. Listen to us. We're really grateful. We are really grateful. Yeah. We'd be more grateful if you did a weird random review for us, so do In that. In your own language. Yes. I would be willing to try and read it out, even though I'm ignorant and I can't speak any languages apart from English, yeah. apparently. Yeah, so that would be worth it. So I'd like to like to hear that. Also, in housekeeping, yes. so what episode was it, 25? I think it was 25, yeah. We had Alex from Bristol on. We did. Big up yourself, Alex. Big up, Alex. And we did a little taste test, and one of the things that you brought were some OGS delicious cakes which were delicious. they were um, Victoria sponges and they were so good so we oh. thought we'd um, we'd tweet Oggs to let them know yeah just to say we tried your cakes because they're like a new company yeah. so like really delicious and the beautiful people at Oggs reached out to us and they said did. we listened to the whole episode we really enjoyed it and we're so glad that you enjoyed the cake so much we're going to send you some free samples so we've got them here we're going to just try some quickly and so give them a little bit of a shout them. they've sent us all the flavours that we didn't try because yes. they know we've tried the Victoria Sponge yeah. so we've got zesty lemon cakes yeah. chocolate fudge cakes yeah. Sorry, and I'm salted just caramel cakes so John yeah. is about to try the chocolate fudge cake right. so let's see you've never tried this right, here we go let's see what you think absolutely wonderful Holly it's light but moist and it's so good John's got a really, really happy smile mm. on his face. I'm about to try the salted caramel cake. <laughs> this is the most middle class <laughs> episode. Also, ever it's just, this is what, can I do this for a living? Yeah. If anyone's out there with a bit of spare cash and you're thinking, I don't know what to invest in, should I play yeah. the stock market? Right. Yeah. What you should do is invest in me to eat cakes. Yeah. John might join me. Yeah, happy to. We'll quit our jobs and we'll just eat cakes. Yeah, I basically um, felt like replying back to Wogs going, yeah, it's really nice that you enjoy the podcast, but can we just come and do podcasts about your cakes? Mm -hmm. We'll give up Man's Not What and we'll do Man's Not Ogs Mm. and we'll just eat your cakes and talk about how great they are. Man is Ogs. Man is Ogs. That's delicious. The salted caramel cake is insane. Mm. Right. So nice. Lovely. Thanks, Ogs. We Thank love you. Thank you so much. It's really nice. Also, did I mention they're vegan? She mentioned. I mean, I had to get that in Had there. to. Right, we're going to finish off eating these cakes, and then you're going to find out what's coming up on this week's show. Yeah. Peace, man. Coming up on this week's Man's Not What, number neighbours, naming our storms, and seagull versus chihuahua. I feel like I should put this cake down, but actually, I'm going to have another bite. I've just tried to clear the cakes away, just to get us ready for the podcast, but John insisted that we keep them out for the entire episode. Yeah, because I just thought, one, uh, I like cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Two, I enjoy eating cakes. And you might go five minutes without eating a bit of cake. Exactly. Now, Ho, have you ever had um, a pet dog? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Aww. Oh, you just brought a flashback. Ah, She cute. was called Lady. Oh, lady? That's yeah. quite cute. Like Lady in the Tramp. Yeah, but I, I forgot that and then I remembered it and I was like, that's a cool name. That is a cool name. 
That is quite cool. Well done. Yeah. And what type of dog was it? Like what breed? A cross between a Labrador and a Greyhound. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a really sensitive question, so I hope it's not too emotional. But okay. did it just like pass away of old age? It wasn't like hit by a car or anything like horrible, was it? She jumped over the garden wall. Oh. And ran away. Oh. So you presumably, like in your mind, hopefully it's just like passed away a nice like of old age. Yeah. I'm going somewhere with this. So thinking about it though. That's the story I was told. Ah. Ah. Good point. How um, old were you at this this time? Mm, I'm going to say five. No. Yeah. Maybe a little bit older. Even still, that seems like a classic, oh no, she just jumped over the thing and ran away. Like, well, I was told that my neighbours chased her away. Oh. So. That's taking a dark turn. It's quite dark, <laughs> isn't it? Neighbours chased her away and were shooting at her with rifles. <laughs> um, the reason I'm asking you this is because... Um, a woman, uh, Becca Louise Hill, this week said that a seagull had swooped down and grabbed Gizmo. Whoa. Gizmo being her pet chihuahua. This happened in Paynton in Devon. Her partner tried to grab the dog's leg to stop him being taken away. Oh, no. Gizmo, four, was described as a small brown dog weighing four pounds. Now, I heard this story. This was actually recommended to me by um, Fighting Cock Legend, that is Flav. And Flav told me, oh, mate, this is perfect, man's not what story. Okay. So when he told me, like, oh, there's been a seagull and it's taken this chihuahua, I thought, well, yeah, that's, that's perfect, isn't it? That's all our sort of brand. Yeah. But he was saying, well, the reason I think it's so funny is he's like, well, it's obviously not true. Oh. He's like, it's obviously a lie, like a seagull picking up a dog. Like, yeah. That sounds like bullshit. Yeah. And I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, maybe this is a case for Detective John Hardnap. <laughs> and I was thinking, it sounds a bit like one of those reasons that parents give as to why the dog had gone missing so what do you think has really happened to this dog well why would a seagull want a dog exactly so i'm just can i just get something off my chest about seagulls i've got some beef with them i recently stayed in scarborough which is at the seaside and stayed in a hotel and honestly the sound of the seagulls right by the sea maybe this is just because i'm like a city yeah kind of dweller yeah city dweller can't deal with nature but honestly these seagulls were so loud and relentless like imagine a seagull from when you go to bed to the morning just screaming like a dinosaur do your best seagull (coughs) is it like I thought it was more like (coughs) I mean I think it was a baby one right maybe it was a dinosaur it sounded like a dinosaur maybe it was did you see it no there you go so annoying though so if they can be that annoying yeah. when you're in bed at night, maybe they could steal a dog. I don't like the fact that they are quite big seagulls. They're, they're bigger huge. than yeah, they are big. I don't like the fact that they um, they're like kind of becoming immune. They're not scared of people. Oh are no, they? they're not. There's signs all over Scarborough yeah. basically saying, "Don't even walk around with chips or an ice cream because they'll savage you. They'll come <laughs> down and they'll take it yeah. out of your hand." I've seen another video. Oh, a seagull, yeah, take a, like, a whole box of chips out oh, of yeah. the and see it off. It is quite funny, but it's also scary. It's really scary. So what are we saying then? Because I thought this story was bullshit, right? Yeah. But, so according to a, um ornithologist, Peter Rock, he told the Today programme on BBC Radio 4 that seagulls were capable of picking up small animals. I do definitely think that it could pick it up. That's not the problem for me. The problem for me is, what does it want to do with the dog? Yeah, what is it doing with it? Because it can't eat it. There's no way. I don't think so. I don't think a seagull could kill a small dog. I don't think they have like the. I don't know. Like what? How? I don't know. It's quite dark. It is quite dark. I just 
yeah, I, one, I want to know what it's doing with it. Yeah. What is it doing with it? Because I can't see there's much of a black market for chihuahuas in the seagull community. No. I don't think they're trading in chihuahuas. <laughs> Small dogs. Yeah. Um, so it can't be food because it's too... It, maybe it's just like a bit of a savage and it's just like, oh, this would be a laugh. Pick this dog up and just put it in someone else's the garden. The John Bass of seagulls. <laughs> just swoop I can imagine like, you doing up. that if you were a seagull. Definitely. You'd be doing savage things. If you were a seagull for a day, what would you do? Shit on people. Oh, fuck. Where would you just go to the seaside? Just like classic, stereotypical I'd probably like eavesdrop on conversations and just work out people who are like Romans and then poo on them. Shit on them from a great height. Yeah. Um, Here's a question for you. If you were the size of a chihuahua, you personally were the size of a chihuahua, do you think you could fight off a seagull if you tried to kidnap you? I'd be too small and cute. (laughs) 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 I'm just a little dog. (laughs) No, you're still you. Oh, I'm me. You're you. Oh, I'm not a just chihuahua. the size of a chihuahua. Oh, yeah, maybe then. I've got a bit Oh, I'm just a little dog. <laughs> You're not a dog. Oh. <laughs> I'm just a little me. I'm as small as a dog, though. <laughs> okay, if it was me, yeah. I'd do some boxing moves on them. Right. What would you like? What would you go for? Just a little one, two? I'd go for a little jab, cross, uppercut. Okay. Um, the other thing about this story... So I, I, <laughs> I'm just going to move on from that. <laughs> the other thing about this story that made me laugh is it's, basically it's on the BBC, right? And you know it always has like more on this story and then yeah. it's like the, the follow-ups. So the next one is who, what, why? And then it's like colon, is it legal to attack a seagull? <laughs> the next one is hoodie, advice for people in seagull attack areas. And then the last one is, the most recent one is seagull attacks, man told put, umbrella, put up umbrella to avoid birds in Prestatin. That must be a place. Hmm. So seagulls are on the on the rise. I think Alfred Hitchcock was onto something. Yeah, that bird's bloody movie. He knew what he was doing, didn't he? Yeah. So we don't. So did that dog ever come back? So there's been a few follow-ups where they found <laughs> found bones. No. Because basically the the um, owner is like, I'm never giving up. I'm never going to give up on you, Gizmo. And there's been all these follow-up stories of like bones found in Paynton, and it turns out it was like chicken bones, and it, was uh. not, it wasn't the dog. So the dog is still missing. So if you see a chihuahua. And it responds to what the did Gizmo. it do with that dog? No idea. Did anyone film it? No. This is why people are saying it's like bollocks. I find that hard to believe. In this day and age, people film everything now. I know, but I guess like, let's say it was real. Yeah. And you come home and this like seagull's got your dog by the scruff of its neck and it's like flying away of it. You're not going to go, oh, I'll film it. You're going to try okay. and grab it. So in my scenario, in my head, it was like a busy seafront. No, this is in their back garden, mate. Oh. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. It's pretty me- mental, isn't it? It's really savage. Poor little dog. Yeah. Assuming it's real. Maybe they, maybe the parents killed it, killed the dog, and then were like, oh, where's Gizmo? And then he went, this will be a laugh. That's dark. Seagull took it somewhere. That is dark. Um, do you know what I find really freaky? When you see pigeons or seagulls eating chicken. You know, like yeah. like, like chicken from the shop. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's kind of like cannibalism. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Also, when people put chicken in omelettes. Do they? Some people do, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's... It's not related, sure. No, it... Like, do you Is not, it? Well, yeah, because... Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, because okay. Because an omelette is made out of eggs. Which come from chickens. That's and you put weird. Ch- yes, right. This is what... Come on. But then that's like putting milk in a steak. Or cheese in a steak, and people do put cheese in a steak. Cheese steak, yeah. So it's like... Philly cheese steak, isn't it? The juice of a cow with the flesh of a cow. 
<laughs> yep. Okay. This has taken a really weird turn. It is weird. Shall we move on? Yes. Story number two. Now, you know when there's like a, like a mad storm? Actually, we went on holiday for New Year's and we okay. were involved in, was it called Storm Frank? I think it was oh, called, yeah. in Ireland. In Ireland, Remember? yeah. It was, it was a ferocious storm. It was a very ferocious storm. It was absolutely horrific. Um, and I always kind of think, people always talk about the time, that storms just have such crap names, don't they? Yeah. There was this, like Storm Euphelia or Storm Mary, and it's mm. just like, oh, it's a bit boring. So the Met Office have decided that you can, um, basically we can name storms. So they, they put a tweet out uh, this week, and it said... Got ideas for the next list of storm names? Question mark. Send us suggestions. Um, tag Met Office using hashtag NameOurStorms okay. and, and your suggestions. So as you can imagine, this obviously turned into another Boaty McBoatface oh, kind of, of Stormy McStorm phase yeah. and all this sort of stuff. So there's like so many like people just like coming up with their like suggestions. So for example, um, this lady put uh, at Met, Met Office Stormborn in memory of Ta- uh, Daenerys Targaryen, um. R.I.P. Um, and then yeah, just people put in like just moon stuff. My suggestions, just a list of just random names. Um, so I was thinking, if we were going to name a storm, yeah, based on like a man's not what theme, okay, what would we? What would be some of the ones that we could put on storm the list? Storm Hobnob. Storm. That is good. Detective yeah. John Hobnob yeah. has got a lot of mileage considering it was a throwaway gag. Yeah, it's lasted a while. Yeah. Well done, John. Yeah, well, he's a Not you. Yeah, no, Not well done to you, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, John Hobnob would be a good one. Yeah. Or like Storm Grime. Storm Grime. That is good. Storm Po. Storm Tinky Winky. Yeah. Storm Dipsy. Yeah, all of those. Storm Lana, yeah. Yeah, yeah good. You got any good ones? Uh, Storm Ox. Yep, storm ogs. The cakes are good. Yeah, they are very good. Still looking for sponsorship. Just going for it. Yeah, just... Oh, yeah. Available at any time. Um, good at eating cakes, guys. Storm... Annoying when Rhea and Rich make loads of noise in the kitchen cooking. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's all right because they're making us dinner. Mm. That's kind of Storm, sure. make me a dinner. Storm, make me a dinner. Shut the fuck up. How about that? That's a good one. Storm, extreme violence in any scenario. Yeah. Storm seagull. Storm chihuahua. Kidnapped by seagull. <laughs> Storm Gizmo's dead. Storm hashtag chicken bone. Storm Area 51. <laughs> Storm Area 51. And it's got like two meanings to it. Fuck, that's the best one ever. There you go. Storm Area 51. Great. Right. So we're going to um we're going to basically make some suggestions and I want the next storm to be named after Madison Watt. Storm we, Area 51 is the best can one. Can we actually put it on Met Office? Yeah, we're going to tag yes. them. And we'll see if we can get a storm named after us. Brilliant. Storm Man's Not What and Storm Area 51. Storm Man's Not What, that's good. That is good, isn't it? No one will understand it, but it is good. It is good, yeah. So there we go. Storms. Name Great. Storms. Right, we're going to have a little break. Probably eat some more cake. Definitely eat some more cake. And we've got a takeaway on the way, so we're having cake and then a takeaway. I mean, does it get any better than what this? What fucking people we are. Absolutely. We basically do a podcast so that we can eat more food. Yeah. And what I like about it the most is that your husband's just completed like an amazing athletic uh, thing. And then we've just, because we've watched him, we've got, oh, let's treat ourselves. Let's get a takeaway. <laughs> we deserve this, guys. Come on, guys. And I, my favourite bit of today was when we were at the finishing line, me and Ree were tucking into fish finger sandwiches and I was supping on a lovely banana milkshake. <laughs> and then Rich is there like, good call, mate. You're doing really well. Like, also, I ran with him for the last 30 seconds just across, like, to near the finish line to yeah. support him. And I got a stitch. <laughs> 30 seconds of running. <laughs> break time. Oh, yes, it's break time. 
have yourself a break time. Motherfucking break time, bitches. Break time. Break your face and break your time. Break time. It's a break time. It's a great time with these great rhymes. And I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm saying what I'm saying. I ain't fucking around, bitch boy. I ain't playing. It's break time. Baby. Break time's over. Welcome to Two Truths. One lie. Oh yeah. John Bass. Yes, mate. This week, Two Truths One Lie is all about running. Oh yes, you know I like the ones that are on theme. When I say running, think of a song about running, go. Running on empty. Da, da, da. Ooh, what's running. that? It's on the Forrest Gump soundtrack when he's ah. running for ages. Yeah. I'm thinking running, 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 running for myself. That was really nice. Okay, so here are your statements. Go on. 81% of all sports bras bought are Reebok. Right, let me eat some more cake while you're telling me these. Okay. Yeah. Statement number two. Yeah. There were 12,306 marathons all over the world in 2017. Okay. Number three. Runners used to use champagne as an energy drink. Okay. Right. So first one, sports bras, Reebok. How many? 81%. Of all sports bras are made All sports bras bought are Reebok. Can't be right. And then the next one is... 12,306 marathons in 2017. I feel like that's true. Bearing in mind that like... Like today was kind of not in the middle of nowhere, but it's kind of a small one, and that would have been included in that list. So if that was happening today, there's probably loads happening in every country. <clears throat> so that feels like pretty realistic. The last one? Runners used to use champagne <clears throat> oh, yeah. as an energy drink. Now, as far as I know, and this is one of those weird things where like maybe when they first made it it was seen as like poor drink or like cheap drink. But champagne has always been a like like celebratory drink suggesting that it has a value attached to it so the thought of them drinking it for energy seems a bit nuts um but it also seems like a weird thing that could be true i think that the reebok bras is border dash my friend you are correct yeah. <laughs> i absolutely made that up get him what gave it away because it would be nike oh. come on man the biggest sports brand in the world oh. But, I, went, I, went, but, I went too high with my percentage. No, yeah, you did. What, but I completely made it up. Yeah, that's good. And I know you like it when I make things up. Yeah. So, can I just say about the champagne? Yeah, shoot. It says, it may seem crazy and dangerous to runners today, but back in Victorian times, it was thought that alcohol was a performance enhancer. Hmm. It is thought that this tradition dates all the way back to ancient Greece and China. Incredibly, they would also take drugs such as heroin and cocaine to enhance their performance. Imagine wow. doing a marathon on heroin. Heroin, coked up, smashing bottles of Bollinger. I mean, I don't know what it feels like, but like... It seems like they're always just tired and like laying yeah. down and I mean, I get coke because I, my understanding is cocaine is like... supposed to make you like fucking, speed up. You're buzzing, yeah. But, but for a marathon, but if you were running for like four to six hours... Mm. That seems, seems like... Seems like you'd be smashing a lot up, you know. And also you'd just crash, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the effect, the after effects of the old... And imagine if you were boozed up doing a marathon. Yeah. 
I imagine it would give me the confidence to think I could do a marathon. What I like is that what used to be for athletes, aka like champagne and cocaine, is now city bankers. It's like switched between like Olympians and city boys. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic. And they're all doing marathons. Yeah, Iron Man. Around the gherkin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. 50 laps of the gherkin. Exactly. Right, Holly. Yes. This last story this week was slightly different. You approached me and said, look, I've come across this thing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not really normally how I do it. And I was like, what is it? And, and went, I think this is a sign that I'm starting to get things. Yeah, it is. Well, yes. this, is the, this is the danger you see. Because now we do the pod, I feel like you do know more things. I do know more things. Um, but you said to me, have you heard about this number neighbours story? Yeah. So I was like, well, actually I have, but I wasn't going to do it. But if you want to do it, that would be quite fun. So for those that don't know, basically on Twitter... Actually, let me find the, the tweet that kind of started it off. People were basically saying, uh, a lot of people are doing this little craze, number neighbours. So you take your mobile phone number, the last digit at the end, you either go one up or one down or both. And they're the, essentially your, your neighbour on your number. And um, People get in some really interesting responses. Uh, so some guy um, basically was just asking, hey, I'm your number neighbour. We've got the same uh, number except the last digits is the next one down or up. You're my number neighbour. And then the guy just replied back, there's a lot of weird people on this earth. This is a work phone. Don't text me again or I'll call the police. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Can I share my results? Because yeah. I feel like it might be a bit of a so, downer. So Holly said to me, let's let's do this. So we've both done it. And we haven't had the same like positive results as no. the internet. So I was really up for this. Yeah. Which is surprising because I don't really like... You know when you get like weird texts and calls... I don't yeah. think any does anyone like that. No one likes that, do they? No. So yeah, I'm not a fan of that. So this was potentially opening up a can of worms to get randoms like replying to me. Yeah. But I thought for the podcast, you know, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll put myself out put there. Put yourself out there. Yeah, exactly. So I text the number one up from mine and one down. Okay. And all I said was, "Hello, we're number neighbours!" Exclamation mark. That has had no response. <laughs> and the next one, yeah. hello, we're number neighbours. No response. So it's been over 24 hours for both of them. Yeah. I've had absolutely nothing. I was even tempted to text the next number. <laughs> but I don't, it, could, it could have just gone on forever. Yeah. I mean, I also tried and I basically said, set myself a limit of like, I'll send it. If I don't get a response in 24 hours, I will block and delete because I was like, I don't want them you to have my number. scared than me. Yeah, just because I was like... If they reply, at least then it's you can explain it away. So you can say, oh, well, look, this is the reason I did it. Like, just, just hey, see you later, bye. If they haven't replied, then it's a bit like, is it some, like, weird phone number that I don't want them to have? Like, I just, yeah, it just creeps me out. Like, who could it be? I don't know. Like, it could be an assassin right. who lives in the area. Yeah. And he's, like, supposed to be on deep cover. And then he's like, oh, my God, this guy's got my phone. Tra- <laughs> triangulates it to here. And then just blows me away. Triangulates it. it. Yeah. That's a good word. It's good, isn't it? Where'd you learn that? Um, I've been watching Line of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoying it. I'm so glad I dug into that. <laughs> really enjoying it. Um, and yeah, so it's got me really into like thinking about crime and punishment. <laughs> yeah, it's wicked, mate. I've so smashed through it. chuffed because he's learned a new word. <laughs> Triangulation. Um, yeah. So bringing it into everything. Yeah. It's really good. He's down the shops like, could you just triangulate that into a plastic bag for me, please? Yeah. Where are you? Can't you just triangulate my phone? I mean, what is this? Um, yeah, I've been really enjoying it, mate, because I've been, I'm not working at the moment. I'll start my new job uh, next week, okay. the week after. So I've got a lot of time on my hands. So I've been recommended Line of Duty by my friend T, and I've watched it, all of it. 
five series. You've completed it. Completed it, mate. It's Great. wicked. You're full of police knowledge now. So much police investigation. Basically, what I've learned is you can't get away with any crimes now. Okay. Because everything's on CCTV. They can triangulate your phones. <laughs> they can, um, like... Is that why fo- you've blocked this number? Because you're paranoid Definitely. because of line of duty? 100%. Because I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. So I text this person, hi, I'm your number neighbour, right? Yeah. Then that person who owns that phone commits a murder. They look at the last person that's texting to see me go, I'm your number neighbour. Yeah, and they go, how do you know this person? I'm like, I don't. And then they go, well, we saw you leaving today and driving here. And they go, can you account for your time This between these yeah, hours? you haven't done anything wrong. I know, but it doesn't matter, mate. If you see some of these shows, they get right to the point where they take them to court and they're innocent. And mate, then they're... just get them to listen to the podcast. There's your, what's it called? Alibi. alibi. It's not an alibi, because I could just... Right, I'm not going to murder Holly. And then I put this down and then murder you. And they go, see? And they go, yeah, but we've literally got pictures of you choking her to death. And I'm like, yeah, but listen to the podcast, mate. I said I wasn't going to. See how you turn this into violence? Always, again. always violence. Got a seagull coming in in a minute. Despicable. Pick um, you up. Yeah, I'm probably now going to block these numbers. But I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to smash my phone. I'm but... really sad, though, because I wanted to start a conversation. I thought it would be jokes. Same. There are some good ones. Like People have um, basically messaged someone saying, uh, you're my number neighbour. And the guy replied back, nice. And then also then sent the um, stepbrothers meme, which is like, are we best friends now? <laughs> and then the guy just replied back, hell yeah. And now uh... they, they chat and they've gone for drinks. This is what I wanted to have. Yeah, to I know. Me. It's cool, isn't it? Oh. Um, hey, phone number neighbour. Oh, hey. What an honour to finally meet. How are you today? Just peachy. How about you, my friend? I'm great. I saw so many people texting their phone number neighbours on Twitter, so I decided to give it a shot too. I literally was going to say, this is the most Twitter shit I've ever experienced. Lol. That's funny. I have a request for yeah, the go next on. one. Can we read them out? But let's do read... the parts. Yeah, so we do the parts. So we're going to read out a text exchange with some real number neighbours on Twitter. Okay, let me find. There's one and up here. Then that's good. We'll just be the characters because okay. that's really good. Let's go into this one. Okay, great. So you can be the first character. Okay. Hey, you're my number neighbour. As soon as you get back. Wrong person. How? Howdy, neighbour. How's it going? Just chilling. How about you? About to play some Fortnite. FML. Go get that dub. I have faith in you. Do you know what that means, that dub? No idea. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't know. That's why I asked you. Dub like is dubstep. short for W, which is for win. Like the win. Oh, that's just silly. Yeah, because so if you put the... a W, it would have been less letters. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know how people say L, like you yeah. lost, yeah. W is for a win, so people say dub. Wow. When you're typing dub and not W, you've lost your mind. You have. Um, Apologise there for the accents, but no. all of these Twitter exchanges no. are American people. John's no. not apologising. No, my accent was spot on, mate. These guys have basically said that they've ended um, racism. Let's, let's do another one, just because everyone is loving this yeah. right now. Who's what, listening? Let's do different accents this time. Okay, sure. I'm going to do Scottish for mine. Okay, what accent do you want me to do? Uh, whatever you like. What's your best one? Dunno, mate. Okay. What it do, number neighbour? Who dis? Your number neighbour. Your last digit was one less than mine. We're basically family. Oh, shit, was good. Male or female? <laughs> what is your accent? It was Scottish for a bit. Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham. All right. It was never Scottish. Oh, it sounded like you'd gone a bit Scottish because of mine. Right. What's up? I'm a gay. What about you? Same, bro. Is that the end of the conversation? No, they go on oh, Frasers. Okay. It does go on Frasers. It's boring. I, I mean, everyone's turned Basically, at the, end, at the end, they uh, 
realise that one's white and one's black and then they're like oh this is great we should be friends and they're like yeah this is great we've just ended racism it's really nice oh. it's quite tender but it goes on for ages and then he's like yeah fuck segregation he's like yeah fuck with you Mike he's like yeah fuck yeah bro Twitter got us coming together all love oh. if we'd have done that in Scottish and Birmingham that would have been shit wouldn't it yeah and also I, yeah <laughs> although also, yeah. this has made me think that maybe we could do an audiobook definitely right one thing I want to ask you about this so these were number neighbours okay. obviously we had shit results with the number neighbours yeah. but I thought about what about like real life neighbours because in London people don't really talk to their neighbours no. but I remember that you had a funny story about your neighbours who stole something from you which ones because oh. I I think I've had multiple thefts thefts oh I think I know what you're talking about um, yeah it's not a great story just ordered is it the ASOS parcel yeah and there was there another thing about chocolates or something they ate chocolate stole your chocolates and then Did you they? couldn't ask him about it yeah oh I don't know yeah, about Rich's that Rich is here now and he's not so I had to yeah we dropped you the chocolates oh yeah so Rhi and John <laughs> posted some chocolate through my front door and then then, and then I found my phone and then they text to say oh hey did you find anything at your door? And I was like, no. what? No? And then Reem was like, oh, I'd go and have a look if I were you. And I was like, right, that's weird. Went to look at the door. I was like, no, there's nothing there. And then she was like, yeah, just look under the under the letterbox. No, there's nothing there. So basically they'd posted chocolate and someone had eaten the chocolate. Yeah, just fucking taking it. Yeah. And it was, t- didn't you ask them about it? You said, oh, guys, we had some chocolates delivered. Have you seen it? And the guy just literally barefaced went... Nah, mate. <laughs> Chocolate all over his face. <laughs> Just like literally palming him into his gum. No, no, I'm dreaming. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that was a bit brutal, wasn't it? I had some brutal neighbours once. Mm, here we go. So when I was a kid, my fashion yeah. sense was a bit mad. Probably good in hindsight. Yeah, probably on trend. I wore like bright orange trainers. Sounds great. I think I've talked about this before. Maybe. I'm, I'm proud. Do it again. Uh, white trousers. Right, yeah. And I had a, a jacket that was gold. A puffer jacket that was gold, yeah. and on the back it said "Spice Fever." Oh, that like is a, a spice, lovely shirt. Like a Spice Girls coat. Yeah, right. Sounds so great. there I am, rocking that look. So anyway, went out into you know when you have like gardens and then they all lead out into an alleyway, it's sort of like a shared alleyway. Yeah. So we had that with the neighbours, not a public access. Yeah. Uh, and basically, me and my family found out that the boys next door had painted on the wall of the alleyway. Nice coat, Holly. Spice fever. <laughs> savage. Which is savage, that but also it's not savage. even that offensive. It, it, I mean, it, it is a proper mug off, though. They've mugged it, you. They right have mugged off. me off. Yeah. But isn't that savage? Like I was a little kid, a little girl, yeah. and they were like teenage really boys. Yeah, it's really bullying. Yeah, it's they really they were the ones who apparently chased my dog away <laughs> with a seagull riding yeah. in on a seagull. And <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, I. I've had some interesting neighbours. Yeah. Uh, before I lived in London, obviously, like when I lived with my parents, I used to live next door to this like family, and the dad was a ledge, and he was like, because I used to play football, but no one in my family played football. He was like, oh, I'll have a kick around with you. But we used to have a really low fence between their house, like literally like a foot high. Okay. And we had a goal on our side, and he had a goal on his side. So we used to play basically oh, wow. across the gardens and cross it to no each other. Way. One day, like one afternoon, we played for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've got to go to bed now. And he was like, oh, thanks a lot for playing. It was really good fun. Have a good day. See you later. Went to bed. And then the next day, I like came home from school. And his wife was there. And she goes, what, what did you do last night? And I was like, oh, we just played football for a while. And he's like, Steve's not been able to get out of bed all day. He's done his back in. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. He played football all day with a teenager and fucked his back. 
Yeah. That's really sweet. It's nice, isn't it? I thought it was something horrible. Like you woke up in the morning and he built. Been like, taken away by a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd like built like a seven foot fence just to block you out. And then I thought you were going to say that his wife was like, "Don't you dare play football with my husband again!" And then built like a nine foot fence with like spikes on top. Like Trump's wall. Yeah. It's like no. Um, no, he was just a really lovely guy and he used to play football with me. But yeah, then he, he played for so long that he'd fucking got knackered and he oh couldn't God. go to work. So yeah, that was laugh. We didn't play so much. No. You got him out of work though. Exactly. If, I, if anything, I've done him a favour. Yeah. Done him a favour. Yeah. So that was really nice. And then yeah, I've had like, living in London, you get lots of weird neighbours. Uh, I remember once had my nephew Marlo stay with us and uh, one morning we like had the windows open, it was like hot and summery, so we, like windows were open. And he kept like hearing, like every day, he kept like hearing cars pull up outside in the mornings and the evenings. Like all day and like deliver stuff to downstairs. Yeah. So he just like obviously got fascinated by this. And then one day we're like going downstairs and we're like, oh, Marlo, can you just put this rubbish in the bin for us? And he's like, yeah, like opens up the bin and it's just full of like McDonald's takeaways. <laughs> and this to him as like a little kid who like never eats McDonald's. Yeah. He just thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. He's obviously worked out that they just have takeaways oh, every single day. Wow. Like McDonald's and KFC and everything. Like every worst meal. Shit, every meal. Whoa. And he is literally like in tears crying with laughter like thinks it's so funny and then every time like some a car would pull up outside or a like motorcycle would just be like ha, probably McDonald's <laughs> just like mugs them off what a so yeah funny funny neighbours oh well if any of our listeners have funny neighbour stories yeah let us know that could be a fun thing to like read out yeah and if anyone's done yeah exactly give us some good stories about your um, interesting neighbours if you've done the phone neighbour thing Tell us about oh, that. Oh, yeah, please. Because I was neighbor. so disappointed. Well, shit. We were hoping we'd have something really good. We could have made it up. In yeah. case you wouldn't have known. But we wanted to be truthful. Be, be authentic. So if you've done it and you've got good results, let us know. And if not, if you've just got some funny stories about your neighbours. Just triangulate it. Yeah. So we'll put a tweet out and then just triangulate it. So. <laughs> this investigation is beyond reproach, Holly. It's not the thing they always say. My favourite shoot. <laughs> right. That's it, mate. Oh, great. That's done. Uh, listener questions? Um, nah. I don't think we do. Fucking rubbish, you lot. That's all right. Yeah, actually, I've got some... Where's my phone? Don't know. Don't know. Lost my phone, so that's good. Probably Uh, taken by a seagull. Probably is, yeah. Probably gone forever. Yeah. Triangulate that if I need to find it, though, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, All right, we're going to eat loads of food now. Eat our body weights in In delicious food. Um, and we're going to see you lovely people next week. If you're yeah. not following us already. We're on Instagram, at Man's Not What. And we're also on Twitter, yeah. at Man's Not What. And please, please, please get involved so we can answer your lovely questions. We'll have anything like weird, would you rather's, if you want to know stuff about us. Yeah. If you want to know about Line of Duty, it's a really good show. I'll tell you everything <laughs> about it. If you need any cop knowledge. Yeah. John Hobnob's like, backstory, if you want that. Yeah. I'll tell you about that. So there's loads of stuff. Um, so get involved. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I've had a lovely time today. Thanks, John. It's been really good. Thanks, and mate. And thanks to the listeners for listening. So yeah, we'll see you beautiful people next week. We're going to find out what Holly's learnt this week and then we'll see you later. Yeah. See ya, fuckos. Peace. Bye. This week on Man's Not What, I've learnt that John would be the world's most dangerous seagull. It's time to go undercover because our number neighbours are triangulating our phones. And you'd better tie down your garden furniture because Storm John Hobnob is on his way.